Welcome to Ask the Tech Coach, brought to you by the TeacherCast Educational Network. If you are in charge of professional development and looking to build an innovative digital learning experience, this is the podcast for you. Join us each week as we uncover strategies that tech coaches are using to drive their digital transformations one classroom at a time. And now for your host, with over two decades of experience working with tech coaches and edtech companies from all around the world, Jeff Bradbury. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the TeacherCast Educational Network. My name is Jeff Bradbury. Thank you so much for joining us today and making TeacherCast your home for professional development. This is Ask the Tech Coach podcast, episode number 83. Today, we're going to be talking about four of the biggest dangers that tech coach face when working with students in the classroom. I want to bring on my co-host, Susan Vincent. Susan, how are you today? Hello, enjoying some sunshine finally here in Kentucky. Oh, We're very excited. I believe it too. As we are sitting here recording, it is almost 60 degrees in North Jersey. I am having such a good time. Mm-hmm. What is going on with your coaching program? Um, lots of stuff. It's that time of year. It seems like February and going into March is one of those... Uh, we call every time the busiest time of year, but it's definitely a busy time of year. Conference season and um, just that time of year where the teachers are buckling down. No testing is going on, so we're really covering content. So just busy. What about oh, you? I, I completely agree. And you know, where I am, our broadcasting students are starting to do live morning announcements. We're excited about that. That's going to be happening tomorrow, actually, uh, Tuesday, as you guys are listening to this. I'm looking forward to it and my. My other broadcasting classes are starting uh, lessons using Wii Video and Soundtrap. My tech education kids are well into doing their digital portfolios. And that kind of got me thinking about all the times that we as tech coaches get to working with the students. You see, a lot of times our teachers want to do something different in our classrooms. And they reach out to our tech coaches and say, what do you have? Can you help me? And it's so easy for tech coaches to say, would you like me to come in and work with your students? But while that might be exactly what tech coaches want, that might not always be the best thing. Have you had opportunities where working with students might not have given you the results that you were looking for? It's a hard line to follow. And, you know, we're going to discuss some of those things. We've got four or five things that we're going to go over just, you know, as you go into those classrooms, some things to think about, you know, we go in with the best of intentions, but sometimes it goes awesome. And sometimes it falls apart. And that's what we as tech coaches have to roll with. You know, you're right about that. We always have the best intentions, but sometimes things fall apart. And who who do you go to if you have any help or if you have any questions that you're needing help with? That is why I am really excited to announce that this Thursday night is our next Tech Coach Mastermind meeting. Uh, we do these meetings every single month. We've got a great group of tech coaches that are come out and they share best tips, best practices, what they're doing. And this month, it is actually Bring a Tech Coach with you month so if you're interested in coming out uh, you can head on over to teachercast.net slash mastermind you can certainly check it out if even if you're sitting here going i'm interested but i'm not quite getting to make that commitment uh email us over at feedback at teachercast.net we'd love to have you for this month's meeting essentially for this week's meeting it's going to be show us what you can do 
In other words, is there an application that you like that you're really interested in? Is there a tip or a trick on something that you like to show off? Sometimes some people refer to this as like a demo slam, mm -hmm. but it's a great opportunity for our tech coaches to get together and showcase and show off. Susan, I'm looking forward to this Thursday where we're going to have a whole bunch of tech coaches coming I can't together wait. to share what they're looking at. For more information, you can head on over to teachercast.net slash mastermind. That's teachercast.net slash mastermind. Check it out today. We've got some great plans, six months and 12 months available. Invest in your professional development today with TeacherCast. Check us out over on teachercast.net slash mastermind. And of course, Susan, as we're looking at professional development, one of the best ways for our teachers to get professional development is by working with our tech coaches. But sometimes that the question of can you help me sounds like can you help me and sometimes it sounds like something different, right? Sometimes it sounds like, can you do can this you do for it me? For me? What, what, talk us through this, right? Because there's a lot of new tech coaches that listen to this program. There's a lot of tech coaches that have been here for a while. And, and it's hard because we want to get into the classrooms. We want to work with our students. And sometimes that, can you help me, turns into, oh, she can do it for me then what happens? Very much. And I've been working on just this topic on our online course we're working on that we told you about in last week's episode. So just this, just this topic has been on my mind lately. So, you know, it's so important um, that we um, as tech coaches think about that I do, we do, you do approach. So one of my philosophies for in my years as I've learned and evolved is, yes, I will come in and do it for you and demo it and show you and model how to get students started on a Google slide or how to get students started on an interactive notebook. But then we do it together. Then you take off and you go with it. Grow your wings and fly yourself. That, that's hard, right? Because as you said, yes. We, we talk about it, we plan it, we, we, we share it, I model it, we work on it together. But sometimes a lesson is just a one-day lesson. So how do you set yourself up to a situation where you model something and then the teacher does it when, you know, that whole Google Docs lesson or that OneNote lesson or whatever it is, it's only going to happen once. Yeah, and with me, it's just a whole follow-up thing of, okay, now – you've learned how to do this with your students using Google Docs for this purpose. Now, how can you take the Google Doc and use it for this purpose and that purpose? A lot of what I do lately is just, just to get into their classroom is, is I'll go demonstrate how to facilitate a breakout box lesson. You know, yes, I'll do it for them the first time, but then I offer PD at our PD days on how to set this up yourself. And then I follow up with them of, oh, have you tried this? We did this in math together when I did it with you and for you. But now have you tried it in science? Have you tried it in English language arts? No. A lot of follow-up. It is fun to go into classrooms and work with our teachers and work with their students, right? And, you know, some of us are full-time tech coaches and some of us are tech coaches that have full-time teaching loads and i always find it fun to go into other classrooms and work with their students but there's a lot of challenges to that the yes. first challenge i often come up with is you don't know who the students are you're not sure who and i don't want to say the good ones the bad ones that's not the right way of putting it but you you don't know all the different um 
what's the right word here? You, you don't know the environment that you're walking yourself into sometimes. No, there's, there's cultural things, there's behavioral things, there's students with special needs, there's just subtle things of that homeroom teacher knows how to communicate with that one kid in the middle of the room, which might just be going and standing by his chair while she's presenting. And we as a tech coach don't always know that. And then that student is going willy nilly everywhere and we don't know how to handle it. And oftentimes the teacher will stand back in the room thinking, oh, maybe I don't need to cut in and interrupt the tech coach while they're teaching. In my opinion, I'm like, yes, please cut in and take care of your students because you know their needs better than I do. So the situation is a tech coach is in front of the room and they're, they're teaching a lesson. They are the teacher of the day. Now, we'll talk a little bit later if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but, but how do we get around this? How do we, what happens if we find ourselves working with students and you realize, uh-oh, I need to figure something out? Or, and this has happened to me, you call on a student and then next thing you know, you're accidentally embarrassing a student or you try something or you say something and it just goes completely wrong because that student might take it the wrong way for whatever reason. I mean, I, I had a situation where a lesson was going amazing. And then I called on a student, student didn't know the answer. Next thing I know, the student got up and ran out the room crying because I embarrassed the student. Now, of course, I had no reason to think that I was embarrassing the student, but it was a situation and we had to fix mm -hmm. the situation. How does the tech coach avoid all this? Well, I think it's important and I'm as much guilty of this as anyone is, it's very important to try if possible to meet with that teacher beforehand. Try not to make it a last minute things. I know there's a lot of cases where a teacher will ask me in the hallway, oh, can you come in tomorrow and show my class how to do so-and-so? And it's so last minute, you're planning something and you don't know those students. If it can be more of a cyclic coaching cycle type activity that mm -hmm. you're planning and then you as the coach are presenting the I do, we do, you do approach, you have more opportunity to have that teacher teach you about their his or her students. And that's not always the case, right? Mm -hmm. You, I know you, with yourself, you're in multiple buildings. I used to be in multiple, and sometimes you walk in in the morning and a teacher finds you and says, hey, 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 seventh period, I'm doing this. Would you be able to come in? And you're like, fine. And then yes. during seventh period, they're like, hey, could you just show this off? Cause you're really good at this. And and even though it might be a perfect coaching opportunity, you're still in a situation in front of students without all the planning. I mean, you don't want to say to a teacher, no, I'm not going to help you. We should exactly plan this first. You're going to take it as you can. But at the same time, how do you do it? And that's where experience comes into play. Just like any teacher, you know, as a tech coach, that experience and just learning how to roll with those situations. Like, you know, when you have that kid run out of the room or, you know, talk back at you for using whatever term you may use that isn't the right term that they think you should have used. Well, one you thing just I've learned, learned as a tech coach is when, when you're, you know, I don't want to call it substituting, but when, when you're the second teacher in the room, sarcasm doesn't work. Mm -hmm. They don't Never. know how to pick you up and how to pick no, up on what you're saying. Unless, I mean, you know, it takes days and weeks to get to know the regular teacher, mm -hmm. much less you as the guest teacher. So experience and just being able to laugh your way out of it and move on. 
So the first challenge we always have is understanding those cultural behavior, every, you know, who those students are. And if you're in one building, you might have situations where you do get asked on the spot to come in, but maybe you've been working with that class, you know, for uh, you know, months at a time because you're, you know, you're, you're friends with the teacher or you've got a good rapport with that teacher. But another challenge that I often face, and, and this is more aligned with like the one-to-one classrooms is, understanding the tech limitations right have you had that situation where you're trying to do a tech lesson and you don't realize that half the keys on their chromebooks are broken or you don't realize that um something in that school a website in that school is blocked or maybe you're trying to do a lesson exactly the same way you did in room five and now that you're in room seven well their smart board doesn't work or it doesn't work the right way or so you know Tech limitations is very, very important to know and keep in mind when working with students. And Jeff, I'm sure you've been in those situations where no, you go in and they never. they say, oh, the Wi-Fi has been sporadic in here all year, but they just think it's going to maybe magically work because the tech coach walks in the room to do a lesson and they haven't reported it to IT all year. Right. And, and, and we can just snap our fingers and make the pumpkin turn into a carriage. Very much. So, yes, it's one of those things where again it's ideal if you can meet beforehand and you know ask you know what are you seeing in your classroom hardware wise that's working and not working you know that's where we might need to put on our little ed technician hat for just a few minutes and make sure things are prepared for you before you walk in there now what is the what is the magic sentence that we should say do we say to the teacher hey i'll mention this to the tech department do we say have you put in a tech ticket or do you say, you know, do you have a couple seconds? Let's do this together and we'll put in the tech ticket at the same time. Or is there another option? I tend to be the one and I work very closely with my IT department that says, have you put in a tech ticket? So that way they know and they can have it ready. And I'll even go as far as to say, to mention, hey, Susan is coming into my room tomorrow for this and so lesson. Can you please have someone come look at this ASAP? So I think understanding the tech limitations about the hardware is something that we always need to be cautious about. And we want to make sure that we're respectful. Not, you know, it's, you, you, when somebody says to you, my Wi-Fi is bad, you never want to spit out of your mouth. Yeah, the tech department's horrible here, isn't it? Like, <laughs> no. you are the, even though you might not be the representative of that department, you're kind of always the representative of that department because you are another person on the ground for them, even though you might not report to the IT person. But Susan, when we're looking at, you know, understanding the limitations of tech, this kind of goes into our third thing here. Your job is to help not only the students, but help the teachers. You don't want to go in there and create an amazing lesson for the students that there is no way that the teacher could ever pick up and do. You don't want to be, you know, going on a level eight, nine, or 10 lesson when you're sitting in a room with teachers, or sorry, you know, with a teacher that's only on level two or three. Absolutely. And I always try to figure out while I'm working with students, what are the limitations? Is that the right word? Mm-hmm. Of the teacher? So I can create a lesson that the teacher can do, but maybe then ask, you know, hey, how do I do that next step? If you intimidate the teacher while you're in front of the kids, either A, they're never going to ask you back, or B, they're just intimidated completely. And, and, you know, those are the type of teachers that say, I don't want my kids knowing more than I do 
And, and how do you deal with that? How do you create a lesson that is exactly perfect to what the teachers and sorry, to what the kids need when you know that this, the, the teachers are not there yet? I make it a huge point because a lot of times I'm in there to demonstrate something new that the teacher has seen in a PD and wants to try on their classroom. So I try to make it a point when I'm talking to the students to say, hey, I'm in here to help Miss Smith learn how to do this with you so that you all will have more and more opportunities throughout the year to incorporate in the, this in your activities. So I try to just include everyone in the learning experience and I want to say and I always say you know hey guys you're learning along with Miss Smith and then you're going to be able to help each other as you try to do this in your classroom activities. So what are some examples here right I'm a teacher you're my tech coach and I say I'm doing something on the civil war right and, and you come in with, oh, I was just in teacher A's room doing this amazing thing. And then you see my eyes glassing over with, uh-uh, I have no idea how. How do you handle uh, teachers that are reaching out to you because they, they want them ha some help, but you're starting to realize that they really need more support. And maybe, maybe this is a time yes. where you model 100% instead of bringing them into the conversation as a co-teacher, right? There's always those times where you're modeling, there's times where you're co-teaching, and there's times where it's, I'm just gonna stand on the back and help out if you need me. Yes. And that's at the beginning of the conversation. Yes, exactly. And you know, I think that's important to just ask them what they're comfortable with. You know, how far do you wanna go? You know, I see your, you say, I see your interest and I appreciate your interest. Now, how far are you comfortable going? And maybe it's just having the students create a Google slide instead of a poster with marker and paper. And that's as far as they're comfortable going. But, you know, we take what we can get when we get that interest. So it's, it's so, again, going back to that relationship and rapport and asking them if they're comfortable as you move forward. So we talked a little bit about understanding the needs of the students, understanding the needs of the room, understanding the needs of the teachers. Susan, what's the last thing we need to be worrying about here? And, you know, you're in front of that classroom presenting a lesson and, you know, and again, it might be that one time thing. You need to establish that management style right off the bat. You know, you may have a half hour with them or you may have up to an hour with them. Who knows? But just establishing that eye contact and that firmness yet friendliness that you need to get their intention and engage them. But it's, important to establish that management style, just like a regular teacher would at the beginning of the school year. You I may have them that. for an hour. Right, because I mean, you're, you're not their substitute teacher. You're kind of, I, I mean, and I don't, for, for lack of a term, I never went in as their friend, but you are like the cool guy because everyone sees you as, oh my goodness, that tech coach knows a whole bunch of stuff and he's here to show us these really neat things. I mean, how do you not one up the teacher because you're the, sage on the chrome stage yeah just you know establishing that excitement and you know bringing the teacher in along with me like i referred to a second ago you know just bringing them all into together and saying hey we're all going to learn something new today a new activity and it's so exciting and you know just trying to get the teacher to be in the back of the room cheering cheering it on too and being being excitement so establishing the excitement and the engagement is huge. 
Now, you just said activity. I want to ask you about something that I, I often face as a tech coach, which is helping out setting up projects, right? Huh? As a tech coach, we go in, we do our demo, we show off these different things, but essentially you're there to set up maybe a week-long project or a month-long project, whatever it happens to be. You know, are you, is the tech coach the one that should be saying, okay, guys, here's your homework? Or is that when you pull that teacher out of hiding in the back of the classroom and go, okay, now you assign this? Like, how do you turn from, again, you know, the, the, the pitch guy in front of the room for all things, <laughs> all things technology to, no, 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 teacher, this really is still your classroom and you need to be setting that out, those expectations. Even if you're nervous, scared, whatever, um, these aren't easy things for us to do. How do you handle that transition of power? Well, again, just continue to make it a partnership as much as possible, gauge, continuing to gauge what they're comfortable with. But I do want to bring them in and say, okay, now, guys, we've learned how to do this. We've learned how to be interactive on this Google slide. We've learned how to set up a Google site. Now, Ms. Smith is going to come back up here, and she's going to go over what the expectations are for this project. And then if you all have questions as you move forward, I'll be here around the building if you need me. And Ms. Smith will be able to direct you if you need my assistance in the future. So just continuing to make it a partnership as we continue to go along. You know, Susan, we've talked about four challenges that we face. And I'm going to throw in a fifth one here because this is something that, you know, I think all students have. I know in my tech coach drives, I have examples of student work. That could be students that I've worked with or teachers that I've worked with that happen to have it. What do you do with these different examples? Do you make a copy of it, strip the kid's name and then use it? Or do you just use it with the kid's name? Or, you know, cause you don't wanna be sitting there showing off a, a great project and it's of everybody's best friend who happens to be in the other fourth grade classroom. That could be good, that could be embarrassing or, you know, that's always something I struggle with, right? Like you've got these great examples. You're, you're working with these teachers to get great examples. So that way that you can then go to other yes. teachers and say, here's an example. But you know, in a small school, everybody kind of knows everybody. And especially in your first year, a lot of the kids know each other's projects. Right. What's your suggestion for, for doing examples and for, you know, you know where I'm going with this. Yeah. It's, you know, and it's just a use your own judgment thing in a lot of cases, you know, I, the way we share, I mean, we'll hang things out in the hallway, obviously, if it's that type of work, but if it's digital work, I'll feature it on just our private Facebook group that I have established for my teachers. And that way all four of our campuses see it and I don't necessarily use names then. And then I'll tell the teacher if it's somebody from another campus, hey, you're welcome to pull this, take a screenshot of it and show it to your students. And then, you know, the students don't know it because it's a kid from another building. And then just inside the building, you know, it's a small school in a lot of cases, small classes, they're gonna know each other. But, you know, you just approach it in a positive manner and giving them praise and then find something to praise the other student for later. I think that's, a, that, that's great advice here. And we would certainly love to hear what your challenges are. Are you somebody out there who is working with students on a regular basis as a tech coach? If so, we wanna hear how you guys handle things, how you set up your coachings, how do you work with your teachers? How do you motivate your teachers to jump up with you in the middle of that room? I mean, one of the things we didn't work, we didn't talk about yet, Susan, because we can 
do an entire podcast around this, but the whole concept of coaching versus co-teaching. I think that actually might be a good example for a couple of shows from now when we're yes. putting that together. But, but really, the difference between coaching somebody and co-teaching with somebody, there's a fine line and there's ways to do it and ways to not do it. And there's reasons to do it and wait, reasons not to do it. Um, but let's just kind of sum that up in, in 30 seconds here. Do you prefer to be a coach or a co-teacher? And is there time when both are acceptable answers? Oh, I think there's very absolutely time when both are acceptable. I guess in my experience, when I'm in that classroom, I tend to take the co-teacher approach in a lot of ways because as I was saying, I try to continue to bring the teacher into it as much as they're comfortable and then I guess I consider more my coaching is when I'm meeting with them outside that classroom environment you know in a small group or in a one-to-one face-to-face meeting to either plan or to follow up later so we would love to hear what you guys think on this topic as with all of our topics you can head on over to askthetechcoach.com check out all of our blog posts our professional development our soon to be online course and a lot of other great things over on askthetechcoach.com if you are free this thursday and would like to join us for our next mastermind meeting even if you're interested in seeing what it's all about you can go over to teachercast.net slash mastermind let us know what you want to do and we would love to have you as part of our group for the remainder of our school year and of course there's other great podcasts you can find over here on teachercast every single wednesday we offer our jeff bradbury show an amazing new podcast that's designed to help you with marketing branding and a lot of the topics, honestly, that we talk about here on our Ask the Tech Coach, just on a global scale, if you're looking to take your consulting gigs to the next level, check out the Jeff Bradbury Show exclusively on teachercast.net. And I want to say so much to, to you, Susan. Thank you so much for being here and being our, our regular, our new regular co-host. Tell us one more time where we can hear more information about the great things that you're doing. Well, it's a pleasure to be part of this, and you can find me on Twitter at SV314DWS and on my blog at techimaginations.net. I would highly check that out. She is a great resource and has a lot of stuff to offer over there. So this has been episode number 83 of Ask the Tech Coach. Thank you so much for making TeacherCast your home for professional development. And on behalf of Susan and everybody here on TeacherCast, my name is Jeff Bradbury, reminding you to keep up the great work in your classrooms and continue sharing your passions with your students. You've been listening to Ask the Tech Coach, hosted by Jeff Bradbury of the TeacherCast Educational Network. Please reach out to the show with all of your questions on Twitter at AskTheTechCoach or online at www.askthetechcoach.com. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. And please take a moment to write a review in the App Store.